Hey everybody, welcome to the Basis Points Podcast. I'm Kevin Flanagan, Head of Fixed Income Strategy at Wisdom Tree Asset Management. Well, another week, and unfortunately, more volatility in the financial markets from what we're focusing on here. Uh, the Fed got the ball rolling on Monday, providing us with even more of their arsenal from what we've been seeing. And what's been fascinating, of course, that they're adding to QE4. They're making it basically to infinity and beyond in terms of what they are buying, how much they're buying, and essentially for how long they'll be buying it for. And then they went and added a couple new chapters to their playbook uh, with respect to the corporate credit facilities that are out there as well. This was not something we saw in the 2008 experience. So the Fed giving it all they've got, but the problem is is we need the fiscal response, and hopefully the two together, because monetary policy can't do it alone, and hopefully the two together can turn this negative feedback loop for the economy, for the financial markets as we move forward. What we did see recently, though, is um, somewhat unusual behavior. You know, looking at ultra-short or short-duration fixed income type of solutions, there's really two. The first, it would be treasury-related, and they can come in the form of fixed rate or floating rate. The second is going to have more in the way of credit exposure. And usually what you tend to see, a heavy concentration of the financial sector in there as well. And investors oftentimes gravitate towards the credit ultra-short, short-duration strategy because you're going to get a little bit more yield, right? It's not just treasuries. You're going to have some credit in there as well. But what we're finding out in this environment, it really is more of return of principle, not return on principle. And what we're seeing in the treasury component is certainly some outperformance. And investors seeing that the credit type of solution actually in this highly charged negative dynamic for credit, overwhelming the rate aspect of these instruments, where as in the treasury component, you may only have some rate things to consider with the fixed rate. If you're using treasury floating rates, obviously that mitigates the potential for interest rate risk as well. So what's been fascinating to see is the performance between the two of these categories, not just year to date, but also more specifically within the last couple of weeks as this highly charged environment um, continues. One other thing that I wanted to note for you here is that certainly when we're looking for these type of solutions, our focus in the near term and for the horizon, we are looking for more of that return of principle theme. What we're advi advising clients to do is to get out there, look at your fixed income portfolio, scrub the portfolios. If there were some things you were looking to do, maybe this afforded you the opportunity to do it, this environment, and make some changes as you begin to think about perhaps how you want to position yourself for when this dust does settle, or even just in this near-term environment as well to get through and try to navigate some of these shoals that we're seeing. So, you know, from our vantage point, we really see the Treasury floating rate solution as the approach that can dovetail both from a near-term basis and also from a longer-term horizon as well, where you can focus on just a treasury security kind of option that perhaps will mitigate interest rate risk as well, because when the dust settles, you could see a retracement in rates for sure. So let me end it there. Uh, if you want to read a little bit more, please check out my blog at www.wisdomtree.com. Have a great rest of the week, everybody, and and. Be well, please.
Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at wisdomtree.com. Read it carefully.